Faith, Hope and Love, episode 243, the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. What Christ gives us is quite explicit if his own words are interpreted according to their Aramaic meaning. The expression, this is my body, means this is myself. That's from Jesuit theologian Karl Rahner. These readings this weekend remind us that in every age, the Lord has ensured that he feeds us with his body and blood. He nourishes us with his life-giving and transforming word. He strengthens us with his grace. He restores us with his mercy. And first and foremost, he loves us as his own daughters and sons, with a bond of love that simply can never be broken. Not even death, nothing in distance or time, nothing at all can separate us from God's love, as St. Paul tells us. And then this gracious God sends us out as his family, his friends, his people, disciples and co-workers, to be an instrument of God's nourishment and strength for others. Jesus is still at work in our lives and in the world, inspiring people of goodwill everywhere to respond with compassion and practical action to help the starving, the homeless, the guilty, the dispossessed, the ill and so many others in need. Let's always remember our Lord's advice. You give them something to eat yourselves. This is Faith, Hope and Love. assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. You are my rescuer, my help. O Lord, do not delay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and peace and greetings to everyone. As we come together here to celebrate the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A, we've gathered together to give praise to God and to ask God for assistance in this coming week. Let us, in order to worthily celebrate the Sacred Mysteries, first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you were lifted up to draw all people to yourself. Lord, have mercy. You shouldered the cross to bear our suffering and sinfulness. Christ, have mercy. You opened for your people the way from death into life. Lord, have mercy. 
May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Let us pray for God's unceasing kindness. Draw near to your servants, O Lord, and answer their prayers with unceasing kindness, that for those who glory in you as their creator and guide, you may restore what you created, and keep safe what you have restored. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labour for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. The Word of the Lord.
The Lord is King, the Most High over all the earth. You are kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good you are, Lord, to all, compassionate to all your creatures. The eyes of all creatures look to you, and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. You are just in all your ways, and loving in all your deeds. You are close to all who call you, who call on you from their hearts. The Lord is King, the Most High over all the earth. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. No one lives on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. When Jesus heard that Herod had beheaded John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, They followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, Jesus saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away, so they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then Jesus ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces 
twelve baskets full. And those who ate were about five thousand men, besides women and children. The Gospel of the Lord This intriguing event of the distribution of loaves and fishes was primarily intended for those followers of Jesus who were worried about the possibility of persecution from the legal authorities or other religious groups, even some friends and family members. And they were also worried by what seemed to be the very slow progress of Christianity. This story reminds us, as President Roosevelt said when he was inaugurated in 1933, the only thing to fear is fear itself, blind, unreasoning terror that paralyzes our every action. Now the impossible will now seem reasonable when we choose to follow and accept this man of God. This is a reassuring story for the early Christian community, but also for us today. Now when we read the Gospels, besides taking in the details of the parable or factual event, we should pay close attention to what the disciples are doing. Are they on the periphery, watching and listening? Are they questioning Jesus? Are they sharing in the action? And most importantly, what are they learning? Because they represent us today. What they saw and experienced is what we're supposed to absorb. We need to understand their apprehension as well as their wonder, their hesitation as well as their courage. The disciples wanted to send the people away and make them responsible for their own food, it was a natural response when the task seemed beyond their comfortable capacity to respond to the problem. They were still an inward-looking group, unable to move outside their own self-contained little world, even though they were centred on Christ. Again, they were looking to him, as usual, to deal with the tough stuff. And Christ's answer to this was significant and astonishing. Feed them yourselves. Now they thought this was impossible and quite beyond their powers and their means. All they had were five loaves and two fish. So again it was up to him to show and teach them. He took the little food they had, made a ritual blessing and told the disciples to distribute it among the people. The disciples did so, moving among the people and feeding them. And all were fed with much left over. The disciples thus became instrumental in the saving work of Christ. The disciples, the learners, had received a valuable and significant lesson in discipleship, the following of Christ, that the mission of Christ was to all who hear and follow him, not just to a select few. Now sometimes when we pray for a divine intervention, God's answer to us is, but you... You can do that yourselves. This is what we see in today's Gospel when the disciples are so concerned about the hungry crowd that they instruct Jesus to dismiss them so that they could go and buy themselves something to eat. And he turns and says to them, Hey, no, you give them something to eat. You take care of that yourselves. Only then do they remember the seemingly insignificant person with the five loaves and two fish. And suddenly, to their surprise... There was more than enough to satisfy the enormous hunger of all. That is the essence of what we traditionally know as the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. 
but it's more significantly the increase in the awareness of what can be done by the collection of individuals who can make great things happen when they cooperate for the good of all. Teresa of Avila, the great Spanish mystic, the Carmelite saint of the 16th century, said, We cannot be sure if we're loving God, but we can know quite well if we're loving our neighbour. And we can be certain that the farther advanced you find you are in this, the greater the love you will have for God. Now this insight from Teresa and the subtext of this Gospel event is at the very heart of the hope we have in the Eucharistic community. Whenever the Church gathers around the altar at Mass, it hears the Word of God, the Word of Life, and shares it in the sacramental body of Christ. All are fed from the same source. There is a communion. All become one in Christ. Now Christ established a clear association between word and food. Both are life-giving. Both are necessary. And so in this passage, we can glimpse for a brief moment a church, an assembly gathered around Christ, hearing the word of life and receiving the food of life. All heard the same word. All received the same food. This was one of the things that the apostles and the disciples had to learn that the feeding of the 5,000 is intimately linked to the institution of the Eucharist. Most telling is the use of the same verbs to describe what Jesus did in the miracle. He takes, he blesses, he breaks and gives. Just as he will do again at the Last Supper, just as we do in the Eucharist. Because in the Eucharist, we are both the ones who are fed and the ones who must enable Christ's nourishment to reach others. If we can access this food, like the 5,000, we will eat our fill and there will be plenty left over. The task for us, like the disciples, seems initially impossible, but as the prayer of St. Oscar Romero encourages us, we lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything but there is a sense of liberation in realising that. This enables us to do something and to do it very well. We are workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. 
Imitating the compassion of Jesus, let us pray for those in need. For church leaders, that they may take the time to listen and be nourished by God's word. Lord, hear us. For those who search for meaning, that they may find in Christ the answer to their inmost longings. Lord, hear us. For those who are troubled and persecuted, that our Christian unity with them may serve as proof that nothing can separate them from God's love made visible in Christ. Lord, hear us. For those who come to receive the Eucharist and those who long for it but can't receive it at the moment, that they may continue to meet Jesus in the commemoration of the breaking of the bread. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill, for healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those who have died, those whose anniversaries occur at this time, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Bountiful God, you constantly nourish our lives and help us grow in faith. We ask that you grant these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Graciously sanctify these gifts, O Lord, we pray, and accepting the oblation of this spiritual sacrifice, make of us an eternal offering to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface One of Sundays The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit Graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body 
one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. 
Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon You have given us, O Lord, bread from heaven, endowed with all delights and sweetness in every taste. And now a prayer for spiritual communion in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection.
what has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Accompany with constant protection, O Lord, those you renew with these heavenly gifts, and in your never-failing care for them, make them worthy of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you everyone for joining us for this time of prayer, praise and petition. May God's love, strength, mercy and kindness guide you all this week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal 3rd Edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms 1963 and 2009 The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise.